Hey girl, hey. 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 Here we go again. I do. Still have something yes, I do. Okay. So, <laughs> I usually start off as a slumber party so uh, after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine. <laughs> and then there becomes a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the millennial chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's poppin'? What's crackin'? What's the, what's the deal? What's going on? What's poppin'? I said that already. Okay. Yeah, you said what's poppin'. It's the Hey, Girl, Hey podcast on... Urban Media Today. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I'm the chatter chick, LaShawn Tipton. And I'm y'all millennial chick, Jimmy Tipton. Every week it's a new, it's a new remix. It's another <laughs> one. Like <laughs> your Khaled voice. Number, she does that. Number. Another one. She does that last part. Jerry tipping in. It sounds like Byron. Again, Devin. Yeah. Do it again, Devin. <laughs> Tiny circles, Devin. Yeah. Tiny circles. That's my favorite little commercial. Tiny circles, Devin. And another one. And another one. Mm-mm. All right. Like so, th- just in case this is your first time uh, watching, your first time uh, listening, this is the Hey Girl Hey podcast. We give three perspectives on a lot of the hot topics that happen throughout the week. Uh, we try really, really hard not to offend or hurt anybody's feelings again. Mm-hmm. If you are, sorry. Uh, we, we just pretty much state the case. We express how we feel and we have fun doing it. Um, yeah. we, we're just going to recap. Uh, what we experienced this week, that debate debacle. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that debate and I was a petered and appalled. Mm. I, I was <laughs> I was embarrassed. Yeah. I was scared. I was frustrated and confused. Mm. Why were you scared? Oh, um, the stand down and stand by. Stand down. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. the pop. Oh, all the I heard, pop was. All I heard was regulators. No, no. That's that's <laughs> what that is. That's exactly wow. what that is. Yeah. So go ahead. You guys give your your spiel. Um, I'll be quick. Uh, I missed the debate but I did catch clips of it and I had caught the clip where the uh, moderator had asked uh, uh, Trump about um, uh, you know white supremacy supremacy, and that's when you know he went around the whole question you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. I'm just like if y'all don't get it by now you know like if you don't see you know how this man is like we've been new but like that should have been confirmation right there. You know what I mean? It's, and I was speaking of the Proud Boys, uh, Sean, I had um, came across a clip of, a, of a, a guy on a radio show. I guess he had interviewed the Proud Boys, but they really like broke it down like who they were. And I was scared. I was really freaked out. You know, like we, every time you notice when, um, there are protests and like rallies or whatever, you know, we are the peaceful protesters. It's the Trump supporters that get so unpeaceful. And that's where, you know, the fights and the fires break out and everything. And I guess the the main guy who 
is of the Proud Boys was saying, they go out there intentionally for fights and they want violence and it's just, and they're Trump supporters. And then sometimes they even fight other Trump supporters who aren't on their side. I've seen that. And it was, it really scared me because I'm just like, who would have, this, it feels like we're in a war, you know, like against each other, Trump supporters versus non-Trump supporters. And his supporters are very violent. They are very, you know, uh, crazy. You, and he supports that. You know, we, we know he supports it. And this is not a man. We all knew he wasn't capable, but this is like, if he goes into office another four years, who knows what'll happen. It's, I'm petrified, to be honest. Like, I'm really scared. Like, that really, really, really scared me. But um, from what I've seen of the clips from the uh, debate, it was just everywhere. It was a mess. It was, like, kind of un professional kind of you know and joe biden kept his cool but you can tell he was you know getting a little bit upset and angry even the moderator had to keep telling you know trump like be quiet you know like mr trump and all other if stuff. he only I, said that if uh, he only told trump to be quiet <laughs> that's one thing he did not say uh, well, yeah. was be quiet no, i mean he was just something. like you know mr president mr president like yeah. mr president yeah, yeah, yeah. mr president and I'm just like, why did they just turn his mic off? Or if he would have kept going, like, you know. Well, I'm glad just... you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. And I hate to cut you off, but I want, uh, let's get LaShawn in. But just to talk about uh, that whole mic segue. Uh, but LaShawn, go ahead. What, are you, what is your take? What was your take on the um, debate? That was yeah. good too, Jerry. Yeah. Definitely. That was something um, I couldn't really watch. The, I didn't watch the debate. I know uh, we were texting and I was I was reading before the debate came on and and yeah. so just and I had put down my book probably about 10 minutes before the debate and I dozed off fell asleep and woke up after the debate which I was happy about because the book that I was reading was really bringing me joy and I didn't want that to mess my spirit up so it I didn't definitely want would have yeah. yeah so the next day I watched it um you know, after my prayer time, I watched it and it was so frustrating to watch because yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to hear people debate, but it's hard to hear it when one person does not let the other person talk. Right, that's, right. that's, I hate to talk to people whenever I can't even get my point across. It's mm -hmm. frustrating. Right. It's it frustrating. Is. So, you know, to watch that debacle was crazy. And there was different shows and mediators, uh, different commentators that said it was a shit show, which it was. It mm -hmm. definitely was. It was yep. for yep. a grown man to sit two there. Two grown men. Two yeah. grown men to sit there and, and, but one cuts the other one off. But what I, I mean, I, I understand it was hard for Biden because when you're trying to speak and someone's cutting you off, that's that's horrible. But I don't know how you stand down in that part. You know, like it was, yeah, it was more troublesome, troubling to me when there it wasn't like his debate wasn't his meaning Trump's debate wasn't based on any fact. It was like it was a lot of half truths or no truths. It was a lot of, as he would say, fake news, things that mm -hmm. he was bringing up that weren't true. One point that was unsettling is one part was when he talked about Joe Biden's son. 
One, he did both of them. Yes, yeah. he, he got him. He was trying to talk about Hunter. Yeah. But he was talking about the military. And Bo Biden was in the military. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think both were in the military, I believe. Yeah. But, um, but Bo is the one that him. passed away. Right. And when he corrected him, he was like, because Joe's starting to get upset. Like, that's my son, Bo. You know, he's like, no, I'm not talking about Bo. I'm talking about Hunter. And and it wasn't even a my bad, you know. Right. Okay, you know, I, I didn't mean to talk about your son. I didn't mean to get you upset. You know, I, I would have been like, "When is your wife's birthday?" Yeah, yeah. When are your yeah. kids' birthdays? Yeah. I, I mean, if you want to get like that, but yeah. it it was just stuff that just wasn't even called for. You know, I thought that was a good yeah, moment. Whenever, whenever Biden came back, because um, how do you come back from that? If that would have been me. First of mm -hmm. all, we're doing a debate about the United States and you bring up my children. When I didn't bring up the, your children, like what was the jobs that your children ever had? You got them the jobs that they got. How yeah. smart are they? You know, mm -hmm. like what, what are their accomplishments outside of you and your money? You mm -hmm. know, but what Biden said was, you know, of course, he said, my son has some drug use, some yep. drug problems. I mean, yep. that's that's honest and that's transparent. And that's everybody's story, too. That's everybody's story. But how mm -hmm. low are you to bring up somebody's children? Yep. In a that was very low. That is a low blow. Well, and he kept on continuously going after him. But he never, Biden never went after his children, which would mm -hmm. to me would have been fair game. But me being, you know, the mama that I am, I would have been like, yo, did you, you just said my kid? Like, He's about to take your earrings off. I'm taking off my earrings. That's it. <laughs> because she get the Vaseline out. If you watch any show, any of these reality shows, everything, once somebody talks about somebody's kid, all bets it's are off. Oh, it's a wrap. It's oh, a you ride. can't talk about Baron Trump. You can't talk yeah. about him. You can't talk right. about his kids. Exactly. So I don't, you know, I don't understand, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. This I know is that the, the commissioner or the commission on presidential debates has issued a a new um, rule, a new policy where the moderator can mute mm -hmm. the um, the panel, the the debaters, the the two presidents or the right. people that are debating. They can mute it. And Trump is against the the rule, the new rule. He's oh, like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. And it's like he said, well, clearly I won. There was no winner in that debate. There was no winner. Mm -hmm. And America lost, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. We look so crazy. This country, that was embarrassing to be an, an American. Like I was just like, wow, this is this is our this yeah. is our leader of the free world right now. Talking about your mama, your mama, right. your mama ugly. Yeah, that's why your plan on drugs. This is my life. That's why your baby mama, your baby mama got a wooden leg with a kickstand. Yeah, no. yeah. No. he went there. That's why your mama got Jesus beeper number. No, <laughs> I I can't wait for uh, SNL. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's oh, be. on that. They gonna go in from Georgia. They yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, he definitely went there. He definitely went there. It was it was terrible. It was like, where is the point? Are we going to ever get to a point? And I and I, I, I it was so hard for me to watch it because Trump he. He flames the fires of hate. I mean, he just yeah. fuels them. He fuels yeah. them. And the one network, Fox, was just like, you know, clearly Trump won. And I'm thinking, what are you, how do you think? Won what? 
yeah, whenever you talked about someone's kids or you an uh, issue never got brought up, and then mm-hmm. you bring this COVID, you bring up COVID like it's just like just another occurrence that just happens where all these people die. Like it's no big deal. And then mm-hmm. you bring out your boys. Mm-hmm. You know, you you do a, you do a cattle call for your boys. Like what kind of debate is that? But I said he didn't know him. I don't know them. Yeah, the next he did a Mariah Carey. He did a Mariah Carey. I don't know Jennifer Lopez. I don't know her. Yeah, I don't know her. He always <laughs> retracts. He always retracts after all of his all of his stunts. He goes back the next day. I don't know what you're talking about. And people, I'm really worried. That's exciting. I'm really worried because now I and I was uh, I was thinking about having somebody on just to talk about what's the next step because. If this man loses the election, we should be scared. If he wins the election, we should be scared. I I just, I'm afraid because there are so many people who are angry and don't want their reality, their realities to, to be taken away. This is their reality where they for so long believe that they've had the upper hand and now the actual minority is a majority and they've become the minority in my opinion and now it's like oh snap we're done and so we need to come out guns a-blazing and it's not it's not good it's not a good look yeah so i hope we can i hope we can uh fix this i really do you know, I what? need Jesus to come before this happens. I'm, there you, you go. Know, that's that what you said. Come pick me up, bro. That's just... the key. You know what? This this is what <laughs> I didn't this, mean to say, bro. Sorry. This is what I'm gonna say. Come on, bro. God is not my bro. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to say this. I'm going to leave it there. So you okay. said I need Jesus to come. Jesus doesn't need to come because on our money it says in God we trust. If you're a Christian and you say in God we trust, then why not trust in God now? He got control over that. I'm not being funny. I'm not being cavalier. I'm telling you what I know. So as a Christian and anybody else, whoever calls himself a Christian, step up in your belief and your faith and your trust. It's not in Trump. It's not in anything else. But if it's in God, we trust and trust in God. Then, you know, let it be what it is. That's just the way I feel. Oh, well. Okay. I mean, we're going to end the segment. We were going to talk All about right. Daniel Cameron. Um, who was going to release, there are rumors that he's going to release the grand jury transcripts from the Breonna Taylor uh, case. He just said he was going to do it. I'm not sure as to when I hear that there's, he was supposed to do it today. He's supposed to do it. I don't know. Um, After they take out parts of it. Yep. That's why it's taking so long. They need to finesse with it a little bit. Redacted. Is it called redacted? With all the black lines. <laughs> Redact it, yeah. Redact they're, gonna, it. they're gonna strike it from the record. Oh, okay. It should be fun. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we got fan mail again. This one's pretty interesting. And Sean, I don't think you saw it. But uh no, you gonna put on put on your pearls so you can clutch them. I'll be back. Clutch I'm gonna go get pearls. my pearls. Good, we gonna we gonna she's gonna go get her pearls. We'll be right back. Go. It's it's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast on Urban Media today. Hold tight. Let me go get my pearls. Hold on. <laughs> 
to advertise on Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio with 24-7 exposure and online exclusives. Email editor at urbanmediatoday.com. Urban Media Today is an online blog magazine specializing in urban lifestyle, finance, entertainment, HBCU sports, and more. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. So, LaShawn didn't have time to get her pearls because um, we had to be real quick. So, here's the fan mail. Thank you so much for sending in the emails. Please Thank keep you. sending them in, even if you think it's a silly question. We would love to have fun with it. The Hey Girl A podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you send us emails and we will read them on the air. And we'll, and you can, we'll post it on social media um, in advance and, and read comments. So, here's the email. Jerry, Jerry, did you read it? Skim through it a little bit. I did. Okay, I did. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Why am I being shamed for talking to my daughter about masturbation? <laughs> Look at LaShawn's face. Ooh, whoop, whoop. Hey, girl, hey. I'm a 40-year-old single mother to a 13-year-old daughter who has begun to ask me questions about sex. I don't have anyone that I trust other than myself about this subject, so I just told her like it was. Wait until you're ready. Be the responsible one. If you have urges, there's nothing wrong with taking matters into your own hands. Right? Yeah. I talked about this with my close coworker and she said I was wrong for talking to my own child about my mayhem. Said, why not? Who else will she learn it from? Nobody told me. And when, when is the right age to talk to her about this? And then she put me in it. I know Kiki has a son, as I've heard her talk about him a few times. Any advice? And was I wrong? As the only parent on this panel, it is a different conversation to have with your daughter than with your son. Both, I believe, mm-hmm. conversations need to be had. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the conversation with my son until I was like, wait. I think we need to. I think we need to have a conversation. <laughs> you know, uh, and I think he was around the same age, and they get into those exploring, exploring stages in their lives, yeah. and and they want to know, and then they hear things from their friends, and they they don't understand. So, yeah. you know, growing yeah. up, you hear that is a sin, uh, self pleasuring, and yeah. it's not right. And I am the prude of all prudes. Um, so I would say don't do it. But if it if it's if it's something that you feel you have to do, have the conversation, but also have the have a conversation that involves pros and cons. If you're going to have the conversation, right. please make sure that maybe have a doctor talk to her or him. Um, you know, make sure you have all the information because sometimes it can spill over into a habit, uh, addiction. Um, you know, we we're dealing with self self-esteem issues you know it's it's, it's definitely a, a conversation that needs to be had but yeah that that was a that 13 yeah mm. <sighs> I mean okay, at least so. is that age so yeah, yeah. 13 is pretty young but you know that's around the time where a lot of uh kids start you know having sex they're um, getting boobies 
Yeah, they're developing. They already have their periods. Uh, women, you know, guys probably even had sex by then. Um, wow. Just going by, yeah, just going off of my own personal experience. Um, I didn't really have the, like, my mom had always had, like, the sex talk with me, but, like, wasn't really serious about it until I got a boyfriend at 16. Uh-huh. And we talked about, you know, sex, but we didn't talk about about you know, masturbation, I guess, because mm-hmm. she probably thought, you know, I have a boyfriend, you know, because it's icky, whatever, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know it's whatever. Um, <laughs> so I just, I mean, yeah, it's self pleasure and everything like that, but I don't know if I w- what I would do is kind of like combine it in with like the regular sex talk, you know what I mean, and just mm-hmm. be like, hey, um, you know. I wouldn't suggest it, but I'm like, this is what other people do. Um, but you don't have to do that right away. Like that type of thing, if that makes sense, you know, like, oh, this is also a sexual thing, but you know, don't Jerry, you sound that. like somebody that'd be like, ask your father. Like ask your dad. Ask your dad. I don't think I would be <laughs> talking about it like oh by the way you know you should separate you know like no I don't I don't think I would say it like that you know I mean they're going I didn't I'm you know I don't know it's I don't think I would either you know I, I don't that's just something that's gonna save her save her yeah let and save her because I'm just gonna say this I'm, I'm a biological mother of none but a godmother of two and a spiritual godmother of several. So I've had to talk, and, and, and this is the thing, that, and I have to understand more about this letter too, is that, you know. Night code cracker. Right, because you know, you want to talk, okay, you, so, so you're having to talk about masturbation. That's the pleasure part of it, but it's not all pleasure in sex, you know. So you know, why, the question is, is why, why are you having these? What, I mean, you're going to have these sexual thoughts, of course. Kids get this on TV. She could have went to her phone. She could have been watching porn and everything on her phone. She probably been watching it for a long time because it's so accessible. It pops up on your screen, whatever. But, you know, the, 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 I think, I think personally, I'm not judging this mother, but the talk should be, you know, you want to have this, we're going to have this talk, but has anybody touched you? Like, what do mm. you know about touching? Well, I'm uh, sure I, that she I'm probably te- did, yeah. I'm teaching you about pleasuring yourself, but has anybody else done that before yeah, you? Because his mother's jumping into her pleasuring herself, but has mm-hmm. anybody done that? Like, what would she know about pleasuring herself? What are you teaching her about pleasuring herself? How, how is that taught? Like what? What the talk should be like? Okay, sex could be great; it could be fine. But there's so much into sex that you have to know. You're going to get your heart broken if you put yourself out there like that sexually. These are like you got to get deep. To me, this is it. You got to get deeper into it. To me, it's just not that cavalier. Like, go here, baby. Here goes a little toy. Go play with yourself. Yeah, go play with yourself. That doesn't satisfy you at 13. At 14, you're looking at porn. At 15, you're doing it with whoever, whoever guy that you want to. That's what I think. So you're saying... That's what I think. What, what I'm hearing is... I'm not saying that you're saying this. I'm saying what I'm hearing is she was not right in having a conversation about that with her child. I didn't say she wasn't right. You, I said I need to hear more about her letter. I don't, I don't, I don't have any more code cracker. 
Yeah, uh, to, to make I'll here's just, what I, I'll get a coat. Here's a coat. Her 13 year old daughter felt comfortable right. enough to talk to her mother to ask her mother about sex. Mm-hmm. 13 year olds, 13 year olds aren't that comfortable with talking to parents or any guardians about anything. Period. Yeah, so how did she get period? So I don't know if they're having a relaxed, maybe they have a a relaxed at home, you know, Mm -hmm. environment. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. The mother's gripe was that the co-worker said to her, you know, pretty much shamed her for having the conversation about that, just that part. Yeah, that she should not have had the conversation about that part. Mm -hmm. But talking about sex to a 13 year old is fine. Just don't include that part. That is a part of that. That's a part of it. You can't leave that out because sometimes kids find that part first. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have these conversations. And I think that it's it's great that the child went to the mother to ask and that way she didn't walk in on her and she we don't know what happened before the conversation started or what happened leading up or even what happened after yeah there's just there's just things i need to know with my child beforehand like when you're asking these questions like you know it's fine because i'm going to have i have the talk i do Mm -hmm. and i get deep down with it um Mm -hmm. but i want to know like what is your question at 13 yeah what, like you're you're asking these questions, and then I'm bringing up to I'm bringing up to you masturbation. Like, wh- how did we get here? When you just got from the age of ten, like you haven't even you've been a ch- you have, you're still a child. So I'm bringing up to me, you. look at what they're faced with now. Look exactly. at everything they got exactly. in their face now. And that's what that. I'm saying. I mean, the video. I don't mean the I, yeah, but really. That's what I'm saying. Like then as a mother, that makes me think to myself, okay, well, I need to, cause that videos and stuff like that is out there. I need to maybe really gauge too much of what she's watching. I need to spend some more time with her. Cause at 13, why she needs, I mean, she has a WAP video every time this pops up. I don't think that's cool. But here's, okay, let me ask you this then. Do you think keeping them away from this is doing more damage than helping them? I think it's I, I think it's doing more damage if you keep it from them. If you shelter them, I think it's doing more is, damage. It definitely is. You yeah. should never keep you shouldn't keep them away from. But when you have the conversation, go a little deeper with like I got you got to understand why is she asking that at thirteen. I understand things are hitting her daily. Young mm-hmm. boys, could you imagine a thirteen year old? Okay, so I taught her about masturbation. That's fine. Okay, and and, this, and I'm I'm thinking as his mother, not myself. That's mm-hmm. fine. I taught her that. She gets to school. She meets a boy, and he halfway knows what the heck he's doing with her. She tells him that doesn't get me off. Try this because at 13, I know what gets me off. You understand what I'm hold saying? Hold on, preacher. Exactly. So this is what I'm saying. It just starts the things to going. So you have to. I mean, but it's true, isn't it? True. If she's talk, if she meets a young boy and she's dating him. And she already knows what her pleasure points are because she's done it to herself. What is he going to do for her? And his little behind doesn't know nothing. What? What? I don't what? know. What? I didn't think that. I, I, didn't, I didn't think that. All she asked was, <laughs> and all she, was, was she wrong for having the... Con- a parent, you do what you want. You are a parent. 
Not, Ain't not nobody else raising your damn kids. Ain't nobody else raising your kids but you. Because if that was the case, then she needs some new shoes. She needs some clothes. You're going to take her out for ice cream after school because she got straight A's on her report card. And when you don't hear nothing, all you hear is crickets, then you need to mind your damn business. You can, can nobody tell you how to parent your child, especially if they don't have immediate contact or any type of intimate relationship with you or your child. So, I mean, sharing that with the coworker, I get it. It happens. You know, there, there are go-to people. We have at-work people that we go to and talk to about certain things, but don't take it too, too much to heart. Maybe that coworker was saying that because of something that had happened to them or can see the dangers behind having that conversation. So then it falls on the parent to look into it. I'm going to get my, my Today Show on to look into it a little more closely and hear the advice from physical uh, or medical uh, medical. Uh, scientists or whatever that could, t I don't know, that, that could pretty much talk about the pros and cons to, to, to having this type of conversation with the 13 year old. No, they're not easily, they're not developed yet. They think they know everything. They're just getting their periods if they're young girls or they're about to get their periods. They are going to ask, be happy they're coming to you and asking you the question, right, but make sure you have to. all the information and talk the pros and the cons the good and the bad. I'm all yeah. about information. I'm all about yeah, I'm all about information. And that's part yeah. of the information that you'll tell them. Like you're going to feel some kind of way when you tell a when you tell a young boy, you know, like your penis does this, and they're like, I always wonder why they know. But when you explain it to them why it does it, that you're not mm. supposed to go around and boink everything you see, young man, because that <laughs> happens. Girl, I know we got we got a minute. We got a minute. I so, can't I can't do that to him. Nope, I'm not. I'm so not. I'm not going to do that to him. I'm not going to do that to him. Who's but saying? I just know that there are young boys that have conversations with older men about sex, and no. they encourage young boys to 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 start, um, yeah. so that they can so that they can figure out their their number. Which is, to me, and <laughs> to me, it, it makes it a problem we under, when we get so mad when we're raising these men that are so disengaged when yeah. it comes to that. You know, he doesn't know how to treat me. He doesn't, you know, he, afterwards, he doesn't even know how to feel because we haven't taught him how to feel. We taught him to go get it and have fun with it. But then we mm -hmm. teach a girl, okay, well, you know, if he does this, he loves you. We're sending mixed messages. Yeah. Tell them what happens. Tell them what occurs to their body, and it's perfectly natural. But tell them the good points about sex. Why you should? Why you should? To me, wait to have it. Um, and 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 what could be the downfalls? STDs, for one thing. You know, diseases you can't get rid of. So who wants to have a thirteen-year-old that's HIV positive? Oh my God. Don't say it doesn't happen. That escalated quickly. Well, well, um, well, okay. okay. Well, there's statistics in Allegheny County that can tell you that the HIV positive rate in Allegheny County is in the high schools. Let's 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 and in the senior citizens' homes. Don't forget about Aunt Gertie. Aunt Gertie <laughs> hot in that hot in that depends pamper as well. 
So you don't forget about that now. So I mean, that's something you can't get rid of and you got to spend the rest of your life and you started off as a 14-year-old with that. I mean, some of that is not their fault. Some of it is because, Mm -hmm. you know, they have been raped or or a guy, like they they were doing a statistic um, about some young men that come out of jail, that in jail, they do not, um, they know they have the disease, but they don't ask for medication because they don't want to be singled out while they're in jail. So they, and when they get out of jail, they kind of prey on, they prey on the young girls, the high school girls. And there's been girls that have been affected by HIV. Mm, So we're sitting there having this conversation with our girls, but not telling her the things that can happen. We're saying, oh, masturbation could be good, but it takes your mind to another place that you're not even mature enough to be. Oh, boy. So uh, young mother, young mother listening. She asked um, the question. Young mother listening. We hope we helped. (laughs) I hope so. That was a lot to take in. (laughs) I'm sorry. Call your your doctor's pediatrician. uh, Contact your doctor, your daughter's pediatrician Mm -hmm. and see what they advise as well, because they know through research, like LaShawn stated very passionately, um, about the the cons part. So just talk to your to your your daughter's pediatrician. We're going to just get out get the hell out of this part. <laughs> and we're going to talk. We're going to talk. Um, and you know what? We're we're only going to go. I mean, however long we want this to go, because I, I know we still have a half uh, to go. But just talking about um, anybody ever uh, stopping you from from being great. LaShawn, you could just sit back and watch this one because nobody's ever stopped you from being great. So I get that part. Right. Okay. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to (laughs) get into we're going to get into our Girl Talk segment. Uh, Has anyone ever tried to stop you from being great? That's coming up next on the Hey Girl Hey podcast. Urban Media today. Hold tight. CNI Solutions of Huntsville will be teaming up with Oakwood University and co-starters to launch a new community empowerment entrepreneur and education center located at 1035 Putman Drive, Suite F in Huntsville. This center will provide education courses on entrepreneurship and workforce opportunities for the underserved and underrepresented. There will be an open house on October 5th and you'll need to register. Call 256-459-6020. Hey girl, hey. Girls talk about you. Girls talk about you. So I was listening. I was listening to Amanda Seals. Uh, her small doses. You, you're familiar, Jer Jer, right? Amanda Seals is hilarious. She had me cracking up last week listening to her podcast. I was listening to her podcast. And oh my God. And I tweeted her and she retweeted me back. And it was just, oh my God. But this week she talked about um, the side effects of being so outspoken. And she's known for being outspoken. But sometimes uh, women, I will say Black women, because I am a Black woman, are labeled, when their label is outspoken, it's not in most cases looked at as a compliment. Um, it's, it's given a negative. I don't connotation. know. Connotation. That's the word I was looking for. Thanks. Um, like you're, you're too aggressive. You're labeled as a bitch. You're hard to work with. Um, you're too loud. Um, 
you're uncomfortable to work with or, you know, certain, certain, or you're too emotional. I've been told that. And when that happens, it stops you. Some people, some women, some women, it motivates you um, to say, you know what, I'm going to prove them wrong. Um, and I believe that was Amanda Seals position when someone said to her, she was so outspoken. She used that as that's my, my weapon. I'm a, that's right. I'm outspoken. And you know what? Because of that, she is who she is. Um, for me, I think I may have shared this with you. I was told I was, I was too emotional. Being that I was so outspoken um, in my career, I, was, I looked at it as though I was passionate. And That's was, exactly what it is. It was told Passion. to me that I was too emotional and too aggressive. I was speaking, every time I speak about my career, I speak out of passion. So I'm very serious. My eyes are piercing. evokes emotion. Evokes emotion. Very good. Thank you. But I was refused the position, a promotion, because I was outspoken. Yeah, and it stopped me from wanting to pursue uh, a career um, in furthering my position in radio. I, I just said no, because I'm always going to be passionate about what I feel and I'm not going to dumb myself down or, or, or mute myself, you know? You would, um, yeah, that make go sense. ahead. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking no, about it because that makes no sense. You, you would think employers, they want someone very passionate and vocal, you know, about their career, you know, that shows interest, that shows growth, that shows opportunity, you know, but some people can be intimidated by it too. And, mm -hmm. you know, they want someone that, I don't know if this is the right time, but they can kind of like, I don't run over or like tell what to do all the time, you know, manipulate, manipulate. Yeah. Yeah. So that can scare them, you know, and it comes to, it makes me think to like in past interviews, jobs that I've gotten rejected for. And I'm just like, how, you know, you know, I have the expertise and I'm very passionate and vocal about, you know, uh, my credentials and what I want in a career, but mm -hmm. sometimes they feel, like I said, intimidated by it. And, um, you know, that's not fair, you know, like, it, it, it sucks. Even sometimes in relationships, you know, when you're very vocal and um, honest about things and, you know, you may have a little bit, like, a bump step up, you know, from the person, you're scared of it, you know, and, and they back away. I've had that a lot of times. So, and people want you to dumb yourself down to mm -hmm. on their level and mm -hmm. that's something I would I would never do you know so I could I could relate to that a lot I definitely can yeah woman of a certain age yeah I've had I've had all that um I, I, I just, really thought you were gonna be like yeah no yeah I've, I've had it all I've had it yeah. all well the Next point question. that I can say yeah no <laughs> I've had it, but it's not going to stop me. I've had, right. I've had in a meeting where somebody, I was passionate about what I was saying because I knew exactly what I was talking about. And somebody repeated what I said and got the, yeah, you're right. And I said, I, I just said that. Well, mm -hmm. one of my coworkers put their hand on my shoulder and said, calm down. 
Yeah. You don't do that. You don't do that. Because I wasn't excited. I was stating that I just said that. And you just repeated just what I said. And this person, I just wanted to confirm that that's what I just said. So they said, it doesn't matter. We got it. No, 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 no. But I wanted wow. to, did I just say that? Yeah. So the coworker put their hand on my shoulder. And I said, hold up, don't, don't touch me. And then they said, okay, so now you're taking it to another level. No, I didn't take it to another level. But as Black women, we're always labeled with our emotions and not yeah. who we are. We're always labeled, you know, she's angry. That's an emotion. Yeah. That's not who I am. I'm passionate. I am passionate. But don't label me as angry whenever I show emotion with it, whether it be excitement or whether it be tears or something like that. That's an emotion because I'm passionate about what I say. But we always get labeled as that. And for some people, it has stopped their grind. And my, my word to them is never let it stop your grind. That's going to keep you going. If that's who yeah. you are, that's who you are. If you're not in, if you're not in a boardroom, or if you're not in meetings, calling people a whole bunch of MFs, now that's, now that's ridiculous. Then you won't know. But yeah, you know, you, yeah. But what for what you had said, and then someone else repeating it, and then you're like, well, isn't that what I just said? And you probably said it in the most calmest voice I can ever imagine, you know. And they're like. Well, calm down. I'm just going yes. like, you don't touch me. Like you right. said, number one. And I said what I said. <laughs> and um, there's no need for the comment. You know, right. they get, like I said, it's the intimidation. You know, right. they, they don't like that. They it's like the whole thing. If we look like, if we look like we're adjusting our stance, yeah, it's intimidation. Yeah. You know, if, if we get a little higher with our tongue, anybody that knows me, Anybody yeah. that knows me very well know do I know that I do not raise my voice. It never gets any higher than this. Even when I get excited, it really doesn't. So I don't even scream at anybody. I mean, I'm, I've spoken loud in, in meetings and said things, and it's just, this has been like the height of my voice. So you mm. can't say that she's gotten loud and irate. I just don't. Right. I just right. don't. You would be lying on me right from the door. So, I think that you can determine the difference between someone being outspoken and someone being, uh, what is it, passionate or someone being too aggressive. If you wronged me and I know damn well what you are saying or what you've done was against any type of moral that I carry, I am passionately going to tell you that yeah. you're wrong. I'm going to say to you in a very passionate way, no, you are wrong because I am standing my ground because I have the right to do that. Why is it? See, we when know a black woman know does it. We know when a black woman does it, it's looked at as aggressive. Mm -hmm. If a white woman does it for whatever reason, she's a Karen. She's passionate. She's is she? Because we don't look at it that way. We, look, we immediately say, oh, she's using her privilege. Well, I'm not saying that we look at it as passionate, but to others, it's looked at as passionate. Okay. We, we do, when we do it, we're upset. We're, you know, you know every, everything, when it comes, I, I, love, I love the style. I love all the things of a Black woman. I love that we created some things. Um, and some of the things we created, we are so bad with. Like, if we do this, Oh, there she go. There she go. 
But here she I, go. I like sometimes I like that. I think I think some of the things that we create are so unique. I'm not saying we yeah. should use this all the time or whatever, but I think that's unique of some of us, you know. But if we if we do this and we make that movement with our hair and keep or this. Yeah. You know, but but what but but this move that movement becomes a black movement. But if we move our hair from side to side, that's a white girl move. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to that's a Bo Derek running on the thing. We do this, this is ghetto. We do this, this is ghetto. But we do Did this. You this say Bo Derek? Right. Well, you know that because I'm a woman with certain action. But you know, <laughs> she, you know, when she, when she ran on the beach, when she ran on the beach with braids in her hair, which I was wearing those braids when I was a kid, but she had the yeah. braids and her hair did like this, and everybody was like, how sexy is that? Braids became sexy. Her flinging her hair became sexy. Well, we- it softened, it softened the message. When it, when it was embraced by a different culture, it softened, it softened the message. That's what you're saying? I guess. I, I, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just trying to <laughs> It just became a little, di- it came a little different for them. But I think uh-huh. there's certain things that we do that are so unique of us, um, you know, of black women that I'm like, oh, hey girl, you know, that's what's up. And so, but in, in black culture, we call it bad. Oh, she's so ghetto. She did this, it was ghetto. You know, we don't, <laughs> I think some things we couldn't, we should embrace, it's us. Um, I think what makes it bad is because we talk about it so bad that the other cultures think it's so bad. If they think it's bad, we think it's 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. If, you, if yeah. you speak out, if you speak out in a calm voice, you're not just outspoken, but now you're being condescending. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Per my last email, wow. I said that I was not in agreement with the decision and I would like to move forward using this particular strategy. If you would need assistance in doing this, please make sure you contact my office and I will make sure you have everything that you need. Okay, cupcake. Now you're being condescending. Mm. And not if I said it, the way that I wanted to say it, now I'm being outspoken. Yeah. And you're offended. Yeah. So I you know, Amanda Soldier just showing different ways about how to how to use your voice when right. you're labeled as as being outspoken and don't women don't use that or don't give it power or give it the energy to make you not want to pursue whatever it is that you're looking to pursue. It's hard out there. And it's you know, really hard out there, especially for black women. It's still mm-hmm. hard, even in 2020. And it's hard for it's black hard. women. And I don't want to always make it seem like, okay, it's us against them. I think mm-hmm. all women, we need to embrace each other. I, yeah. I speak from the stance sometimes of a black woman and things that happen to me. So I'm not speaking for all black women. When I give these stories, this is what happened to me. But what mm-hmm. I'm going to say here is as women, as women, we need to embrace the things yeah. that make us unique. Um, and we need to really get on board with each other, with each right. other, black, white, whatever, you know? I mean, because my friends come in so many different colors. I love it. I love the woman that I am. I love the, the, the women that they are. I learned so much from them that, you know, I got some friends where when they ask me something about black women, I don't get offended because I know their heart. 
Mm-hmm. And so, and I know, I know the things that they seen because if they watch TV, I was looking at this study one time that said that they took some kids to the movies, some young black, black, white, male and female kids to the movie. And they said when they left the movies, the white males felt empowered after they left the movies. They felt empowered because if you look at the movies that portray us, white men will come out empowered. They said that black, the black males came out feeling like, well, all we do is like shoot up and, yeah. and gangs. And some of the black females fought, came out like, we always got to fight to get what we want. We always got to do this. You know, we always got, we look a certain way in movies. So if you look at that, and if there's people who don't know your culture, if they go to the movies and they see some of the things that's portrayed about us, they're going to get mm-hmm. the same feeling. So whenever my friends of different colors and races ask me things, I'm like, well, maybe I need to set them straight. But they're, they're good women and we embrace it. We're learning to like get along with each other, which has never been a problem for me. And I don't want this, I don't want this current condition, this current climate with this president to make it a problem for me and anybody. I'm feeling like Rodney King, why can't we all get along? But in this, you know, it is what it is. I feel, I, I, I just want to encourage every woman to find her voice and embrace it, whatever level it, it may be. If you have a voice and it's something that you want to use, if there's something that you disagree with, use your voice. Um, if there's something that you agree with, something that you want, use your voice. Use it's your still voice. hard for me sometimes. I, in my head, you, you know, growing up, Jared, Jared, back in the day, there used to be cartoons. And on the <laughs> cartoons, it would have a little angel on one shoulder and a little devil on the other shoulder. I'm, maybe you can Google it and look at it on YouTube, maybe to find them in the archives. Um, but my, but my little, my little angel would always say, pick your battles. Is that something you can deal with? Is that something you can handle? Is that something that you can do your own on your own? Is that something that really needs to be addressed right now? (laughs) You know, or the devil be like, man, bump that, say it. You better say that. You better say it. What they going to do? What they going to do? I'm ready. I'm here for it. Go, go. And there have been many times I've listened to that damn devil and it did not work out for me. It didn't work out. All it right. didn't work out. It didn't, well, I mean, just that, just that, not the devil, but I'm saying the little, the little, the little bad Kiki. What's it say? The little Kiki, the other Kiki, not Satan, the little, the little naughty Kiki, the little naughty Kiki on my shoulder. Mm. So, but find your voice, you know, if if you, you know, just because someone labeled you as outspoken, it does not make you less than, it does not make mm-hmm. you ratchet. It could be, you could be ratchet, maybe take it down a little bit or only use it upon occasion. Mm-hmm. Only bring out your racket, your ratchet card when you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, no. You know, not in, not in public where you're embarrassing people, but I mm-hmm. mean, it's <laughs> embarrassing And then, you know, and those are people that need to be pulled aside. It, it's, it's ratchet, but some that's people- That's not easy because now you- Some people need to know. Some people- <laughs> That's, if that's your best girlfriend and she keeps going off like that, that is not a cultural thing. Okay, you're saying that's somebody you know. I thought you meant the girl at the grocery store who's on maybe, her cell phone too loud. She needs to have a friend. Her man. She needs to have, maybe somebody needs to say something. I mean, I, I don't encounter too much of that. So I don't, I, I don't My friend count, I'm, I'm, I'm at capacity. Oh, see. I can't, I, I'm at capacity. I don't accept mm. any more friends. I don't do friend requests. 
No, okay. I can't. All right, I can't do it. Like that. <laughs> clearly, clearly, this behavior is taking your, your friends away from you, <laughs> which is why you're out in ratchet. Because you just, I don't know. I, I just, I, I heard Amanda Stills just talking about being outspoken and just how people try and use that to stop you from being great. You may not have found your voice yet. You may not have paid attention to what you were saying while you were using your voice. And so now that you know, now that you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, you're thinking, oh, that's what they mean. Okay, so let me figure out how to use my voice and to be more assertive mm -hmm. less, and looked at as less aggressive, more passion and not make them, don't take that and make it into a negative. Right. right, right. You know, because it's not, there's nothing, you know, you have a voice, so use your damn voice. And know your worth. Yeah. Know and your use worth. your words. Yeah. Use, use those damn words. words. Well, the outspokenness is using your words. They just don't like the tone. They don't like right. the tone. I was going to say that. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And they don't like how you said that, said it. So. All right. So we have. You ain't uh, got to twist my words. I say it. And I did not have any, I was thinking about, I was listening to um, Dee Dee in the Mornings, uh, Dee Dee McGuire, she's a syndicated morning show, uh, radio personality, and she's on here. Uh, she's on in several markets, but she's on here uh, in Pittsburgh. And at the end of her show, she always talks about what did we learn? And I was wanting to know how we would go back, because we cover a lot of stuff on this podcast. And it's funny because even I listen to the podcast even after we do it because I yeah, forgot. And it's funny because I be hearing a little stuff LaShawn be saying and I didn't catch it the first time. I'm like, how did I catch that little smart ass remark she just said? I, she be I, saying something like, mm, me? Mm. Oh, girl. Me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, me? Me? Oh, Never. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be out doing my little run. Uh, I'll be out running or, or running errands, and I'll be listening to my podcast. I'll listen to the podcast. And Sean will be saying her little smart stuff. I'll be like, oh, I ain't even hear her say that. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, then. All right, then. That's all right. Did I all undercover? Right. Like, pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Oh, shots. <laughs> oh, shots. Shots be fired. <laughs> it was like, Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. That's so, so what what have we what have we learned just wrapping up these past uh past last 10 minutes what what have we learned jer jer millennial who did not we watch learned, the debate uh, i saw clips we learned that you know we knew our well our we knew the president was unstable before but now he is just not all the way there he is <laughs> we knew that but the debate was confirmation um we learned that maybe you know depending on the type of parent that you are maybe you should hold off on the conversation about masturbation with your 13 year old daughter but if you're Don't comfortable about it but yeah if you're no that's what she learned that's what she learned okay that's what she learned if you're comfortable mm -hmm. about it then go for it. Um, it's a lot of people think it's taboo too, but you know it's it's natural. It's a part of life. You're going to do it one one day. Um, we <laughs> learned that Daniel Cameron is a coon. Uh, you know, <laughs> we learned. Oh, so, drink my 
We we learned that you know. The views expressed by this show. I did not. I did not. I did not. The views expressed. And we learned. You like because I got me a job. Okay. Be ourselves. Be outspoken. If that's who you are, don't hold back and don't let nobody. That's right. You better work. use your voice, sis. Use, use your, your voice. voice. You know, you are you. You are unique. You are special. You are smart. <laughs> you are smart. You all of that. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, lady. What you got? Uh, uh, what did I get? Uh, I, I got that. You know. If if we ever needed the Lord before, we sure do need Him now. Yes. Uh, definitely, definitely with this um, with this current election that's coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody get out there and vote. I mean, mm-hmm. all those people that got up there and did all the marching and the protesting. Like I said mm-hmm. before, if you don't vote, you just wore out a pair of shoes. So um, we got to get out there and do that for the young lady who sent in the letter about her daughter. Um, I appreciate your boldness to get in. I hope you receive something that is helpful for you in terms of your daughter and speaking of, I mean, because I I think the sex talks is always a good talk. If her daughter was open enough to talk to her about sex. And and like you Mm -hmm. said before, some kids are afraid to talk to their parents about several things. And for her to open up about sex, let's get it. Let's go a little deeper with it though. Just Mm -hmm. let's go deeper. And, 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 you know, let's, the pleasuring let's go let's let's put that aside let's go a little deeper into some other things that she really need to know about this whole sexual game because mm-hmm. if she's like any any human being is she's going to do it for the rest of her life if she can so let's talk about that mm-hmm. um and and you know so that that's about it, you know. Prayers for the Breonna Taylor's family and all the other people, and hopefully they'll get this right, and um, real justice will be served, um, mm-hmm. and real people would be indicted. And mm-hmm. you know, if anybody anybody on that case to have a conscience and know that they did something wrong, I pray that they get their conscience right and get mm-hmm. it together and present all the real evidence and all the real material. And speak on that lady's behalf. I mean, yeah, we got a woman dead for living in her home. Almost a year. Yep. So, Almost a year. I mean, that, that's about it. And I wish everybody well. You know, I want all my sisters to come together too. Um, white, black, whatever. I want all my sisters to come together and all of us to get along. I want everybody to get along, but women, especially, I have a, I have a heart and a desire for women, for them to, to do well and for us to do well. Um, and it, you know, equal pay, equal everything, but we can't do it if we're fighting against each other for a silly stuff. Right. So yeah. Let's get this together. Yeah. Let's get this money. Let's get this money. Let's get this money. Cardi B. I, let's get this money. All WAP ain't good WAP. Um, oh, I learned oh. that. Yeah, I okay. I learned <laughs> I learned that. Um, it is very imp- <laughs> it is very important to hug your children and tell them that you love them and not um, feed them with the silver spoon or else they're going to end up like our current president. <laughs> if that's the case, we need to love on our kids. kids. We need to love our kids. Love our children. Um, 
love, 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 love our children. Uh, I don't know about Daniel Cameron. I, I don't know. I think that it's, I think the pressure's getting to him. So that's what I learned. I think the pressure's getting to him. I hope that the, I hope that the transcripts aren't redacted. I, I really do. Um, as far as the fan mail is concerned, I commend the mother for um, sharing her, her conversation with her daughter with us and just asking for some help. Uh, you know, it, the only thing that I could say is talk to her gynecologist and it, it, it's time. It is time. I think, I think she kids probably are doesn't have one. Well, probably. she will now. She will. She should. That's free. If it, uh -huh. you, you should be able to go to the free, to the clinic and, and talk to a gynecologist about that. Um, because we can't, as parents, we don't have all the answers. We only have experiences, good uh -huh. and bad. And, you know, you don't want your kids to learn the same way that you do. So do the best job that you can so that they don't learn the same way that you do. Right. Um, uh, I've, I've learned that my voice is powerful. Mm -hmm. I've learned that my name, my name got weight. And so because of that, I'm going to continue to use my voice as best I can and not let anybody um, stop me from using it. That's right. Um, until God say, come on, boo -boo, come on home, baby. Um, that's yeah. it. So yeah, so that that's what I learned. And I'm, and I'm grateful that we have a platform like this where people are, oh man, I wanted to, we got numbers. We, our larger numbers for the podcast are in the mm -hmm. United States, but we got a lot of people that, from across the country yeah. that listen to us. Um, Croatia, yeah. France, Canada, uh, Spain. Yeah, because um, I got a lot of inboxes from people. I'm like, who are you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm just really... <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I am Dexter St. Jacques from Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you was looking for um. a man, man. <laughs> so I get her out there. No. Um, <laughs> so that, I mean, I'm 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 glad that I'm I'm very grateful that we have this platform where we could talk about issues like this. You know, you hear different podcasts and people just talk about whatever they want. And so I'm glad that we have this platform. Um, so thank you so much for listening to the show and watching us live on uh, YouTube. You can always ask us questions, leave your comments there. Um, how can they follow us on, uh, or how can they find past episodes, Jer Jer? Find past episodes of Behavioral Hey Podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Live365, uh, Podbean, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, and UrbanMediaToday.com. And Google Podcasts. Google! Google. Oh, I gotta write someone down. Google Podcasts. I'm gonna say that one first. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Yeah, that's, yes. That's the, we're trying to get on title, but we're trying to get on title, but. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, so what you got? What you got? A woman of a certain age. How can well, they reach us? Well, if you're not watching us now on YouTube, because we're on YouTube, and you can watch us right now live. Hi. Also on Instagram at the Hey Girl Hey Podcast 2018, or Facebook at the Hey Girl. No, let me do Instagram again. Hey Girl Hey. Don't put the D in front of it. Hey Girl Hey podcast 2018 and on facebook the hey girl hey podcast and then on twitter at girl hey 
2018. Like, you have to stop it. <laughs> you can send us an email like the young lady did today at the Hey Girl Hey podcast at gmail.com or you can give us a call at 412-709-6130. Thank you so much. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I am the radio chick. Oh. <laughs> I am the chatter chick. I am the chatter chick. Not the radio chick. I am the chatter chick, LaShawn Tipton. <laughs> let me do, let me do Jerry. I am the millennial. Millennial. The millennial. The millennial. You <laughs> all the braids. Millennial. He said all the brains. All the brains. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening and watching us. We are the Hey Girl Hey Podcast for Urban Media today. We'll talk to you next week. You're listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip-hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.